0: So one of the first exercises I start with every semester, I think, is one that many people can relate to and many people can find value in. And that's why I do it for pretty much all my writing classes, whether I am teaching introductory freshman writing composition or I'm teaching more advanced upper division 300 level courses, technical writing, that sort of thing. And certainly, whenever I get the opportunity to do something really fun, like a creative writing course, we definitely do this assignment. And this assignment that I'm referring to is called Letter to Oneself. And you may have heard of something like this, regardless of Your academic experience because I first heard of this idea in high school, and I don't remember having to do an assignment like this in high school myself. Where basically, either at the beginning of your senior year or even your freshman year of high school, you would write a letter to yourself and then you would review that letter or you would be given that letter upon graduation. And the idea, sort of, I think, from my friends who I've spoken to who did that assignment was to really kind of put into perspective how much you actually learned over the course of high school and or developed as well over the course of high school and I, I I sort of always liked that idea and I sort of always kind of felt as if I almost missed out because I didn't get to do that and as a writer myself I'm always fascinated when I find older work of mine whether that's creative writing that I've done or just even grade school papers uh, to really see how much I've changed as a writer but also, how I used to think as an individual going back, even as I said, to uh, grade school, I recently found these letters that I wrote for, I think it was seventh grade uh, English class or history class or something. And they were these colonial fictional letters where I was pretending to be a colonist in the revolutionary war. And again, it's just really funny, but really kind of perspective uh, enforcing to see how much you've changed and, and, it kind of reminds you of that progress over time, and so I, I really liked the idea of taking that concept and applying it, even at the college level, because I think that's something that people often forget. This idea that self-assessment and uh, sort of keeping track of your own per, uh, personal growth, whether you want to look at that in, in through the lens of professional development or academic development, or again more specifically personal development, there's many iterations of growth that you can really look at and you really should look at in order to not just remind yourself of the progress that you've made, but kind of uh, reorient yourself sometimes or, or reground yourself and remind yourself of the progress that you're making as well as, uh, you know, where you want to continue to move from there. And again, this is true in various life contexts, this type of self-assessment and the value of this type of self-assessment. So I I saw no reason a couple of years ago when I started doing this assignment, giving my students early in the semester, the task of writing a letter to themselves, I saw no reason why that can't be just as valuable in any type of writing class. The challenge or more so, I think, sort of the uh, I don't know if I'd call it a challenge, but the interesting aspect of implementing this assignment in different types of classes is the fact that these classes have different types of goals. Like I said, a freshman writing composition class is much different from a, an upper division technical writing class, right? Obviously, there may be some overlap in terms of many of the concepts and, uh, and terms and ideas that we cover. But one is more foundational in its own way, and the other is obviously expanding upon many of those ideas, as well as building foundations of its own. So in thinking about, okay, what do I really want students to take away from an assignment like this, I I find it really interesting and really fascinating, because I get to sort of see the culmination of, or more so the continuation of, when students write their letters to themselves in my freshman writing class, and I get to see how those letters to oneself are sort of written and what the context is in my freshman writing classes, as well as comparing that to students who take my upper division writing classes. And there is some overlap sometimes. I oftentimes have students who take my freshman writing composition course. And then a couple years later, they take my um, technical writing upper division courses. And it's really fascinating to sometimes go back and see the letters that they wrote, um, you know, going back to being freshmen and then going you know, moving on up through sort of the academic ranks, even just a couple of years. And you see this as a professor or as an instructor. I can imagine any of my grade school teacher friends listening, whom I, I know there's a few of you, uh, you know this better than anybody in terms of, uh, you know, you see, I, I worked in a high school briefly, and, you know, the difference between a freshman high school student and a senior high school student is uh, quite stark sometimes, right? That, that development uh, across many categories. But Uh, this is, it's similar in college. I mean, you know, sometimes I feel as if I have a student in my freshman writing class and then I see them even a semester or two later and I think, man, they're, they're an adult now. They, they look like an adult. They, they have almost hard, harder edges or something like that. Uh, and I don't know if that's more so, um, you know, metaphorically or, or rather abstractly or, uh, you know, as well as physically or probably a combination of both. But yeah, I mean, time and, and, uh. Experience changes you physically as well as uh, emotionally and in all other sorts of ways. So, the, these letters I think really help students in many ways just to sort of keep track of, of where they've come from and where they're going. And, like I said, I, I see no reason if people are doing that in grade school not to do that continuing through life. Forget about college, but this is often why I tell students one of the best things that you can do. Uh, for your personal self, which bleeds into your professional as well as academic life, is to keep a journal or keep a diary, whatever you want to call it, something or or, or some tool just to get down your thoughts and your reflections and uh, kind of your perspectives. And this is a big point that I emphasize in all my writing classes is, you you know, you really want to train yourself to think about how you think and and why you think what you do in approaching all Sorts of writing and and rhetorical situations, whether it's um, freshman level or or higher level, and obviously in the rest of your life, right? This makes sense. I mean, uh, writing is all about persuasion in in some ways, but, you know, again, I think for the the value of of this assignment and this type of personal assessment, you can take this, uh, you know, even just internalizing this idea of self reflection in all aspects of your life far beyond college. And a physical manifestation of that, like I say, is having a, a journal or a diary or even just a Google Doc or something where you write down your thoughts. And uh, it's so undervalued. I mean, I can't tell you how many students of mine and former students of mine they've told me that where they say, yeah, even just writing down a thought or a feeling or an emotion or a reaction and really asking and, and reflecting upon why I think what I think Uh, it sort of forces or or challenges you to assess, you know, why is that the way that it is? Is that the best way or the most effective or the healthiest way that you can think about a situation? And so I think there's great value in that type of uh, reflection. And the idea of this letter to oneself is sort of the first step in internalizing that process at the very least. So Essentially, just to describe the assignment briefly, because I don't want to spend too much time on it. It's the beginning of the semester, and I thought this would just be an appropriate topic since I'm going to be talking about this with my own classes, uh, probably in a couple days. Uh, this first class of first class of the semester uh, today, but we'll have obviously uh, many more topics as these issues of early first full semester of COVID era begins. Um, about online teaching, but I wanted to tackle a more traditional uh, assignment that I do that transitions pretty well, I think, to an online format uh, just before we dive into the semester. And again, I think it's valuable for instructors as well to, to consider, you know, sometimes pausing and reflecting for themselves. But anyways, as I was saying, you know, essentially all the assignment is, is I, you know, tell the students, okay, what I want you to do is write a letter to yourself. And it can just be a one-page letter. And I phrase it a little bit differently for each class. As I said, uh, you know, the goal might be a little bit different or just sort of the, maybe not goal is the right word, but sort of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, inroad to having students sort of unlock what I want them to with realizing why this, this is valuable, this assignment. So the phrasing sort of does matter there, I think. But essentially what I just tell them to do is write a one-page letter to yourself where you describe your experience with writing, including any challenges, any struggles, any preferences in terms of what you like about writing, what you don't like about writing, what you find comes naturally or easy, what you find comes difficult or challenging. And then at the end I say, and most importantly, what do you hope to learn from our course? What do you hope, how do you hope to develop over the course of our course. And I give this a, a assignment after they've read the syllabus. And I think that's actually really important because some people might say like, oh, that's the first thing that they should do. Let's get reflections and sort of start to develop an understanding of what the vibe is with this group of students and what they think and what are their challenges, you know, what are they like, all that sort of stuff, which is important. But I think going over the syllabus first. Uh, works better for me and my style at least. You know, again, obviously you don't want to bore them with a the syllabus, but these expectations are important. And again, I, I do this to a more specific point of well, if they can review the syllabus, we can clarify, all get on the same page as to how this course is going to work, what the expectations are, any questions, and there's always questions because as clear as you try to make a syllabus, there's going to be elements of it that are unclear to students, right? Well, now in the, the very next class where we do the letter to oneself and they have to reflect upon, well, what do you hope to learn from our course? They are much more well-oriented with what this course is trying to do and what, again, the goals are in terms of what, what is the value of taking this course? What can they actually take away from this course uh, you know as they continue their academic as well as professional careers? So I like to do this letter to oneself after we cover the syllabus for those reasons and the responses are are then very telling i have students share their responses and you get such a wide range of preferences and and everything i said in terms of uh, you know what what they like don't like struggle with find easy and most importantly what they hope to learn and at a practical level that really helps you as an instructor because i always have flexibility throughout the semester where Yeah, if I'm noticing a lot of students in any given class are particularly concerned with technical elements of, you know, certain elements of phrasing or or word choice or whatever the case may be, well, yeah, I may... Then when we have that opportunity at that point in the semester to either focus on one type of assignment like that over the other, I may choose that over the other for any given class. So that really gives me uh, a little bit more insight into like, okay, what are going to be the more specific needs of these classes as well as specific individuals? You know, it's kind of a shame as class sizes just kind of continue to skyrocket that uh, students, you know, they, they just sort of you know, naturally tend to blend in more together because it's difficult to keep track of, you know, uh, it's difficult to keep track of 50 students, let alone 150 students, which is not a, you know, shocking caseload of students, a semester's worth of students by any stretch of the imagination. So the more you can sort of again, for yourself, try to identify and then try to keep track of those specific preferences and needs and personalize these students. I think that's hugely valuable as an instructor, especially for instructors like myself and many of you listening who uh, may be in the humanities or specifically writing like myself. It's called humanities. I mean, the word human is right there in it, (laughs) despite the challenges of... uh, you know, the system oftentimes not treating people like humans. So, you know, we have to try to do as good of a job as we can. And I think this assignment is just one of those tools that I use to try to accomplish that, that goal. And then there's a second part to this assignment. So we, we discuss sort of the results of what they write and how they reflect. And then at the very end of the semester, uh, basically after they've submitted their final papers and everything like that, uh, sort of the very last day, I have them, uh, the, the very last assignment actually of the semester is to essentially uh, have students review, go back and read their beginning of semester letter to oneself or letter to yourself and write a new letter, one page letter reflecting upon now what you feel as if you have learned or you have accomplished, as well as what you want to continue to learn yourself and focus on or hope to learn in the future. And these are often very telling and students really understand the value of an assignment and reflection like this, I think more so once they complete this end of semester assignment, because one of the big struggles and big challenges that I've noticed students have over the course of a semester is they never, not never, but they so often feel like they're not making enough progress fast enough. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And particularly at one of the schools I teach, which is a technical, more technical oriented uh, STEM school with many science students, uh, they, they sort of are hardwired to want, you know, clear answers and clear progress, uh, which makes sense to me, uh, you know, looking at it from more of the outside, more of the the writerly uh, point of view that they they sort of want to think about this way. They think very qu- uh, quantifiably, right? Uh, so in, in, especially when you have struggles and, and you have elements of writing that are seemingly very subjective, uh, you know, at the very best oftentimes for students, it, it's like okay well if you make one writing decision that changes everything else and it can be very confusing and and very time consuming and one of the things i try to drive home for students for those reasons is the fact that well if you you know really pause to appreciate the fact that well you have learned you know these elements and you have improved in these ways you know, some of those are keys where once you get it, it changes a lot. And others are just so micro that they can be so easy to look overlook. there's such micro changes that you can so easily not think that you're making much progress. It, it, I feel like it m- might sort of be like when, whenever I <laughs> decide between semesters to try to study a new language a little bit and fail utter, utterly, because I feel like I'm never making any progress. So I totally get that. I totally understand that. But I think, again, if you, uh, you know regardless of your situation how well you know a language um if you're if you're constantly working on it and you're constantly engaging in that language uh, at least in writing you're only going to get better and that's something that I tell students that you have to keep in mind you know I have a lot of uh, international students too so they have all sorts of struggles with english what I tell them is hey the good news is you're only improving from here every day that you read that you listen that you write it might not seem As if you're making much progress, but I guarantee you, I've seen it from experience every single day, every single time you engage in any way, whether you realize it or not, you are improving. Some days you may, something may click and you feel like, oh, I finally learned something. No, in order to get to that point of clicking, you had to learn a lot of little things that you might have not initially have noticed along the way. So I really try to reiterate that point to students that like, yes, you're making progress, even though it's so hard to quantify that sometimes. And it's so hard to really contextualize it oftentimes, because it is a struggle. It can be difficult. And this isn't just for students or international students, whatever the case may be. This is true of myself and my own writing. And any writer I know that's worth reading, you know, they'll tell you all the time that they're constantly improving. And I tell my students this as well. One of my favorite cliches to tell students, and I I say it only because it's 100% true, is that I'm only better at writing than they are, which I hope is true, (laughs) because I've been failing at it longer than they have. The difference between somebody who fails at something and doesn't uh, gain anything from that are the people who fail and just think of it as failure. Uh, I fail, but I learn from those failures. I learn from those mistakes. I try to figure out where I went wrong or what I can do better. And if you're doing that, you're actually, the failure is part of the progress. It's part of the process and you're actually gaining therefore. So I think that's uh, sort of what these letters to uh, yourself can really work to accomplish as well. And again, pretty much across the board, when students write these uh, end of semester letters to themselves, you know, they're really, uh, <laughs> I really like reading them because you really sort of see how much progress they've made, but more so you see how they realize how much progress they themselves have made. Uh, it, it's a really interesting experience to, to see them, you know, from from the outside myself as an instructor, see them come to this realization, wow, I'm a way better writer than I was, you know, earlier in the semester. Because if they don't take the time to compare and contrast with these letters to themselves, they sometimes... Uh, lose sight of that, or or they just kind of overlook that fact, and it's it's pretty much always true. I mean, I've never had a student, as far as I can tell, who's taken my class, went through the class, passed the class, and is now a worse writer, or or not at least somewhat better. It's just, it just it doesn't work that way. It's not possible, at least from my perspective and in my experience. I don't think it's possible. So that's something I tried to tell students at the beginning of semester. Yeah, if you do this work, if you engage, if you, you know, consider the fact that like this isn't just a requirement, it's not just a course that you have to take. It's an opportunity to really gain something and and really give yourself further tools. Well, yeah, like some of it might not seem necessarily 100% relevant like the whole time along the way, but it's part of a larger picture. It's part of a broader spectrum of all these tools working together to give you you know a sort of a more comprehensive ability to tackle different types of writing situations or, or environments or or whatever the case may be. And this obviously leads directly into the the further assignments that we do uh, after the initial letter to oneself. So I think these the the end of semester, Uh, Letter to yourself is uh, equally as important, and if not more so, because it really contextualizes the beginning of semester letter to yourself. And again, I think that also drives home the fact that students can really now know that, wow, look how much I actually uh, advanced in you know just a semester, three or four months, whatever the case may be. Well, what's it going to be like in a year, five years, ten years, twenty years, right? I mean, you sort of start to think about the the fact that there are possibilities here to continue to improve yourself, um, you know, just by continuing to build upon the lessons that we've developed in this short, short space of time. So I think it's really valuable and it's really effective for that reason. And I really hope, and I know from talking to some former students, they, they sort of take this awareness with them, as I said, in other uh, situations, whether they are professional, academic, or personal as well. So... I think that's a hugely valuable assignment i think you know students really have fun with it um, in that sense because a lot of students don't like writing about themselves it's really funny Um, students are pretty divided as far as i can tell from talking to them you know some students love writing personal narratives and writing about themselves because they know the material because they are the material but then just as many students tell me they hate that. They hate talking about themselves. They hate writing about themselves. And I think there's reasons for that. And there's many reasons for it. But I think there's some big ones. But that's another episode for another day. And I think the letter to yourself, students don't feel that way so much about it, because they sort of see the more tangible purpose in this type of writing, as opposed to just writing about, whoa, well, you know, write about your experience, you know, in, you know, with your family or something like that, like that could be uncomfortable for certain students. Uh, which can be a good thing. But again, this is more specifically looking and focusing on the writing experience. And again, being honest, like, well, if you hate writing, why is that? Right. And oftentimes we can really get into some interesting experiences (laughs) and not so great experiences, but really unravel. Okay. Well, why did that go wrong? And how can we sort of address, you know, that uh, topic in a more meaningful, actually productive way here? So, very valuable for those reasons, I think. I would be really curious to know what other instructors, anybody who's listening, whether you are a grade school instructor or college instructor, um, what you think if you do similar assignments or different assignments. I'm always looking to uh, adjust my own assignments. So if you have any advice or insights, I always love to hear about that, um, as well as if you're a student yourself and you have any ideas or reflections on you know, what more you think somebody could get out of this assi- type of assignment. Um you know, please. You know, let me know. Uh, obviously, I don't know where you're listening to this podcast because it's pretty much available on all platforms now. But you can always uh, tweet me directly um, on Twitter at Joe T Labs. So if you have any questions or thoughts, you can tweet me there. Um, not hard to find online anymore these days. Um, as well as if you have ideas for topics for uh, future episodes, but that's all I really wanted to talk about today just to kickstart the semester because I know everybody's busy students and professors alike. So figure to keep it brief today. Um, but again, if you have questions, uh, you know, please tweet at us, uh, and you can subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to, uh, especially on the uh, our main site, professorlabs.podbean.com. That's where we post uh, all our episodes regularly. That's our main page. Uh, and there's all sorts of other links to resources and um, you know tools that we have, that sort of stuff. So check us out there. Uh, lots of other episodes there too. And uh, just wanted to wish everybody the best of luck as we begin this uncharted semester, full semester, first semester in a full semester of COVID era. So hang in there. Uh, everybody take deep breaths. They actually help. I I can promise you that too, regardless whether you're you're taking writing classes or not, deep breaths are key. And uh, we'll get through it. So until next time, thanks so much for listening. And uh, as always, keep reflecting. And like I say, keep learning.